Kia ora. just a word of warning, we may say some bad words in this podcast. Now, please don't subject this shoddily put together podcast to your kids. Similarly, if you aren't a fan of bad language, maybe press pause now if that's not your thing. Have, you, have either of you had this uh, blistering barnacle Sison yet from Double Vision? No. No, but another one you're talking about, yeah. I think you need Ironically. to try it. It actually smells of... It smells of like bacon and baked beans. Like it smells like a fry up. It's amazing. Kind of not what you want from a beer, though, is it? It's kind of what you want from a breakfast. Yeah, Sisons have that kind of baked bean smell, though, don't they? What the fuck? <laughs> baked beans. <laughs> they do. What? what cheap tomato flavored product? They, they do. So what the fuck? Joe, have you met Craig? Damn, he, back me up. He, they, he often describes any beer as oh yeah like you get that real baked beans smell are you not are you sure you haven't <laughs> had a baked bean stuck up your nostril for all this time <laughs> that would be the most british thing ever Welcome to Barely a Quiz. Now, of course, welcome back. This is the podcast about cool beer and even cooler quizzes run by three guys who will never fucking be as cool. So this is where pub quiz meets podcast. As always, our favorite combo. So welcome back to everyone joining us this evening for another, well, hopefully great podcast. Um, my name is Dan. I'm your host for tonight. And with me, I've got Joe. Hello there. And of course, pre. Hello there. <laughs> Don't laugh at me, Dan. You're the one who had completely unnecessarily put an f bomb in the intro. Like, <laughs> I just no reason. No. no, 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 no. The thing I'm unpacking is that every week pre introduces himself like he's trying to impersonate Arnold Schwarzenegger in the Terminator, like. Hello there. <laughs> I am good. <laughs> Give me your shoes, your boots, and your motorcycle. I think oh. I would like literally do jazz hands next time to try and like. <laughs> I am. I thought that was quite excited. <laughs> that was good. Oh, I feel sorry for Alice if that is you. Quite excited. <laughs> yeah. Well, I appreciate you, Bree. Don't worry, mate. <laughs> Cheers, mate. Thank well, you. Thanks for coming back. <laughs> now that I am here with you, I mean, shit, lads. I was I was looking at the date for the last podcast we got together for, and safe to say, we are absolutely terrible at being consistent. So it's been an absolute minute since we were all last together. So tell me, lads, how how have you both been since the last pod? Perry, how have you been keeping? Um, I've been good. I've been good. Um, I came down to Dunedin last weekend to to obviously be. Uh, uh, sort of hosted around the city by yourself, Dan. It was very cool. Um, and Joe, I can now confirm I've I've also been on the Spates tour, so um, that makes three of us. Um, it's surprisingly good, right? I mean, I, the it is surprisingly yeah. cool. Yeah, I didn't quite realise how crafty they'd got. Um, like I, I genuinely just thought they did this ultra car beer and their gold medal ale bit. I didn't realise they did all the other stuff, which Hey, it's been quite interesting. Uh, did you did you do a few tastings, Joe? 
Yeah, I did, I did the tastings. Um, I always used to kind of get into spate distinction. It's like a little bit different back in my going to the Wellington Phoenix pre pre match pub um days. So it was kind of nice to try that again. It's actually a, a, that's a decent drop. I, I don't mind a bit of distinction. Mm. Um, I found out um an interesting fact about Dan, uh, Joe. That I don't. Yeah, go on. I, go I on, find this Dan. insane. Um, that he point black refuses ever to do an escape room. What? They're Why? fucking just, shit. Will... They're fucking <laughs> You've shit. You've never done one. You could spend two hours at a pub and it would be way more fun. Have you ever thought, is I it mean... because you have to use a brain or? <laughs> is that why you never done one? Joe? <laughs> That's why I stick to just being a genius at pub quizzes, to be honest. With your five out Have of you actually done one, Joe? Yeah, escape room. Have you yeah, actually I've done, done one, them. I mean, to be fair, I end up just being quite like passive and just waiting for smart people to make decisions and go, yeah, yeah, yeah good idea. And just go along with it. Um, yeah, I, I don't actually help in any way. But yeah, I actually caused quite a bit of controversy through this because like, apparently like, you know, just saying, hey, I don't like something, please don't force me to do that is a controversial thing to say because like they were all adamant absolutely adamant that we should go and do an escape room i'm sorry but like they just sound fucking shit but you've never done one so how do you know like and this is coming from the person granted i know my life motto is i'll try anything twice once to try it twice to make sure but escape rooms no that is my exception to the rule why is that your line why why have you just decided that this is the hill that you're gonna (laughs) yeah yeah like what yeah i mean it it's a good way to live life you know that's how you experience everything you know along the way it's a good it's a good time but escape escape rooms, rooms. what the fuck you're just you're you're just locked in a room of people everyone gets really really competitive and you just and my my brain doesn't work that way like i'm not a hugely like i can think logically i can't i'm not very good at thinking outside the box um which is probably why i'm now in a podcast with you two um but you know it just sounds it just sounds terrible and I, and I cannot believe that Pre, being the fantastically educated person that he is, was um, was all on board with him. Well, I don't have anything against him. I thought, yeah, that's fairly enjoyable. I mean, the thing is, is Joe and I, like, point blank refused to camp um, <laughs> for valid reasons, i.e., you know, health and safety and civilization has moved on <laughs> from living in cloth like, in, in the outside elements. People um, choose but... to do this for fun. Yeah, yeah. So, so we've we've we don't do that. But at least Joe and I have actually camped, and therefore have formed that opinion of real life experience. Whereas you've you've really drawn this line of I'm not trying it, having had absolutely no experience in it whatsoever, which I find quite entertainingly crazy. Look, I can live with that. I can live with that. I, I, I tell you one thing: we do need need to address because. Pre, I don't think, well, obviously, like, as you just mentioned, you were down in Dunedin visiting, visiting myself and Olivia, which was a lot of fun. But there's one thing that we need to address. I don't think I've ever seen a grown man as physically aroused by a beer as how I saw you when you had that white stout from Noisy. Oh, 
Oh my word, that yeah. white stout. Oh, noise, oh, oh. Noisy brew. Have you just gone and done it again? My goodness. The cheeks are rosy. Joe, like right? this beer, this beer, Joe, like I'm not kidding you. I I got a pint of it. I didn't even taste it. I just got a pint, put it down on the table that we were at. I had one sip and was like, wow. And I'm not kidding you. Within about five seconds, three quarters of the pint had just disappeared. And everyone else has just taken their he, first He had sips. his O-face was... on the whole time too. He was just loving life. <laughs> Is it that specific white stout or was just the idea of white stouts? Um, in, no, in I've, general, I've had a white like... stout before. Yeah. I have had a white stout before. Um, in fact, I had one at Parrot Dog that, you know, it was really cool. I, I do quite mm. like the beer. I, I, I rate them. But this particular one was just pretty pretty crazy i mean dan back me up it was good though you tried it and you have to admit it was wow it was an absolute mindfuck i couldn't get my head around it it was it was phenomenal and this is from noisy brewing in dunedin like if you ever are in dunedin please do hit them up they have phenomenal beers on tap they're really really good but this is the first time i've ever tried a white stout and it was bonkers like it looks like a lager it is crystal clear and but on the nose, the, you get coffee, chocolate. You taste it, and then it, you get all those flavours of of a stout. But it just has this really crisp, clean finish, and it is just bonkers. I couldn't wrap my head around it. It's phenomenal. It, it was incredible. Yeah, it is cool. It's so crisp, like an actual lager as well. Like it. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. why you can it, drink it so quickly. And it, and it's dangerous because they're like six percent because they're because they're stout so you can hit hit the hit up the higher ABVs but damn like it it was a good nudge like I yeah to be fair you were you were right to be that aroused by it you were right what what a discovery personally what a discovery <laughs> didn't think I'd discover a white stout like that in Dunedin righto so pre has obviously been keeping pretty well joe how you been getting on my man yeah i've been good mate um i've got a couple of overseas trips over the next couple of months so um off to perth in july to watch my beloved west ham united play um so finally <laughs> ah, nice yeah so, so finally booked the flights for that um i managed to book myself a, a gig a concert while i'm over there too so it all kind of worked out really well and um who are you gonna see uh an artist called slow tie Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. No. So, so he, he he's a kind of a UK Northampton based rapper, um, and also mm. been just scoping out my kind of breweries that I want to go to for uh, my Japan career yeah. now Singapore trip. Um, there's one one cool brewery that we came across that does this sour beer challenge, and mm. essentially um, every beer that you purchase and it's for the same cost. Um, it just gets bigger and bigger in size. So your first beer will be, say, 440 mil. Your second beer, 568. Yeah. Your third beer, 700 mils, up until I think it's up to like two liters, which um, I thought was was, was yeah. pretty cool. I mean, really living up to its name of crazy craft beer. <laughs> I think they put the crazy in, in crazy craft beer. So um, yeah, it's bonkers. That's awesome. Yeah, it is really cool. But I, I was going to say, that's the kind of thing that gets band over here in new zealand you wouldn't ever find that They're yeah because we're, we're strict, strict. We're quite so strict. Be hella illegal. yeah yeah 
but um, uh, to be to be fair, it's kind of like real cool stuff that you you see overseas. Um, so that uh, we're probably going to check that out. And since we were last in mm. Japan in twenty nineteen, um, the the seemed to have really grown and expanded in its craft beer. We we were looking at craft beer places when we first went over, and we were finding them. There's one like or two in every major city, but now it's really grown. So I'm kind of keen to see what's out there. All right. So now, now, despite the fact that we're all heading into winter, um, for those of you who have followed along to our podcast before, you you know about our Belia fridge. So tonight we thought it would be a good idea for our contest between Joe and Pre to get them to bring along two lagers. So I'll be putting them head to head against each other to see who can win another coveted place in the fridge. Just remind me real quick, lads, who, what's the current score? Like who, who's leading that one? Oh, I, I, oh, to I'm be fair, I, yeah, I don't think I know the overall score. I think it's probably quite even. Um, it'd be one win either way. Would like to just say big congratulations to Pre for taking home both of them last time. Nice work, both the quiz and the uh, and the Belia fridge beer. Oh, he did um, too. He did too. Yeah, yeah. I never thought you had it in here, to be honest. But look, look here you are. <laughs> the growth is unreal. Thanks for the confidence, Joe. Yeah, <laughs> the growth is unreal. That is a phrase Pre has been wanting to hear his whole life. <laughs> you make me sound now, like so I'm quite short. So if you haven't listened, <laughs> I think he was talking about um, um, a body part. Yeah. Um, yeah, sure, Pri. Oh. If that's how you take it, that's how you take it. That's all good. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm six foot for everyone who's listening. Just, just for everyone's <laughs> reference. I'm six foot and a half. <laughs> <laughs> and a dodgy knee. <laughs> Fair. I love how this always turns into a pissing contest. I piss with <laughs> For for those of you who haven't tuned into our barely a fridge moment before, so basically what happens is Joe and Pre, they have to sell their beer to me, and I get the final say. I judge it off their beer and their pitch. Now, and then after that, of course, if you're tuning in from our previous uh, podcast, you'll know that we're going to have another round of our, well, hopefully famous by now, quiz. So we, we again, where we pit Joe and Pre against each other, and in this week's quiz, quiz round, this week's quiz is called Never Eat Soggy Wheat Bix. It's around about directions. Now, Joe did kick off about the specific title of that because he's a boring Englishman and wanted to call it by another name, but it's Never Eat Soggy Wheat Bix. This is around about directions. So that's, that's our quiz round tonight. So... To before be fair, actually, that, before we do get into it, Pre, because I, I think you were quite quiet as I was picking <laughs> off on it, because um, it's quite clearly, and uh, we've got quite a few people from England who listen to the podcast, it's quite clearly never eat shredded wheat, right? I grew up with that as the... That the just motto. sounds like a shit time. Soggy never wheat eat bix. shredded wheat. Mate, soggy wheat bix. So, I mean, the thi- I, just, I, I just want to unpick this, Dan. So, like, in England, it's never eat shredded wheat. Shredded wheat is an actual cereal brand, right? And so it's basically just saying, yeah. don't eat. Yeah. yeah, well, no, but hang on. <laughs> Never eat soggy Weetabix. But if you put milk, no, 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 Weetabix, Weetabix. it goes soggy. It's not Weetabix. It's it's Weetabix. Uh, it, it's, it's Weetabix. You guys have a problem with vowels. But I'm, so, I'm sorry. It's... Remind me, which country are we recording this podcast in again? Just remind me. We're recording for our English uh, viewers, really. Zambia. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Um, Look, you and your Weetabix, your cathedrals, you can all fuck off. Ah, <laughs> oh, mate, nah. It's like so, but like, soggy. Just to clarify, or... does that does that mean that you shouldn't be putting milk in your Weetabix um, at all? According no, to you that absolutely phrase. should, but you can't leave it too long. If you leave it too long, then it gets soggy and it's no good. So why are you like making it more difficult for yourself? Instantly. Yeah, you pour milk on it, and then what? You've got a time limit as to how you like. Is there a countdown? What's the like? How does this? Oh, work? I'm sorry. Do you do you when you eat your shredded wheat? Do you just leave it for three hours and come back and be like, oh, this will be exactly fine? No, we just don't fucking eat it. Never eat shredded wheat. Do you not listen? Exactly. <laughs> we we get it ahead we of hate the whole it. soggy yeah. shit. Yeah, yeah, we, we just we just leave it alone, mate. We, we just have a bowl of cocoa pops. <laughs> there you go. That explains your teeth, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean, fair play. I'll take. I'll take. I accept that. Yeah. <laughs> that was a good call. Double barrels. <laughs> <laughs> uh, fuck. But, Never eat soggy wheat bix. It's, it's just it's just terrible, mate. It's just absolutely terrible. Oh. I, I I don't like it. I'm not comfortable with it, and I don't even want to win this quiz round. I'm, this is my protest. Well, that's that's really good news for you, Joe, because I don't think you're going to. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I'm terrible with directions. <laughs> All right, lads, shall we move into bring your own? Let's do it. All right. So it was stouts last time. We're hitting polar opposite this week. We're heading into the world of lagers. Joe, um, are you able to give us a bit of background on lagers? Yeah. Um, so lager is pretty much a staple um, that you'd find a lager in in every single pub, I'd say, with a reasonable amount of mm. um, confidence. Um, it's essentially something, correct me if I'm wrong, it's brewed um, at lower temperatures than, than some other beers. And... It's um, usually quite pale in in, in its colour, um, although there can be other colours um, that are associated with it, but they're usually different varieties of lager, but your standard lager, mm -hmm. which tend to be um, um, tend to be quite pale. Um, usually really highly carbonated, and yeah, I mean, to be fair, that's pretty much all I know about. I'm not actually huge on lagers. Um, I'm, I'm, you know, you know me, I'm a, I'm a hazy guy. So I could talk about hazies for days, but lagers, it's, uh, yeah, it's just a good, easy drinking beer, I think, particularly in hot, hot climbs, kind of similar to what we're talking about with, um, with Pilsners. To be fair, I, th I think pre really, um, gave you a bit more credit than what you were due. <laughs> you were... He just assumed I knew it. I was like, oh shit. Because the note here is, Joe, give us a bit of background on lagers because, you know, you're, you're, you're our beer snob. Well, I mean, like most most brewers in Wellington hate you, so, you know. <laughs> I mean, wait, aren't you a brewer? Shouldn't you? So you work in breweries. Shouldn't you be the guy who educates us on the world of... of Look, um... mate, I don't, I don't write the notes. I don't write the notes. Look, Pre's controlling this, and because of that, he gets winners right. So, uh, Pre, why don't you kick us off this week? Pitch your lager to get into our fridge. All right. So this week I have brought along, um, albeit have you? actually physically, and I'll get in, I'll get that into a minute. I'll get that into that. I'll get into that in a minute. Um, <clears throat> the beer I want to pitch is called Beyond the Pale um, Popper, twenty twenty three, which is by uh, Garage Project. So. This is a wasabi popcorn 
and lime lager. Um, and Beyond the Pale is a series of um, beers, or I think they're actually lagers to be fair, that are created uh, specifically for the New Zealand Fringe Festival. So it's a pretty nice. cool um, collaboration that they do. And they do one each year, and this, this year is quite... They, they say the word avant-garde, I would say nuts. It is absolutely nuts, this beer. So I uh, I picked a couple of cans of this like a couple of weeks ago, just thinking it looked pretty cool. I didn't act because it doesn't, it's not actually clearly labeled on the can exactly what it is. The, the can doesn't even have any writing on it. It just has a picture of a lime and two bits of popcorn on it. <laughs> so um, immediately I was like, I must try this. So I took it home, hadn't read it properly at all and just poured out a bit and tried it and uh mouth party is the phrase i would use for for the feeling <laughs> i got off of that <laughs> it was pretty insane um so very very limey so it, it reminded me of almost like um a you know that mexican corona beer and when you shove uh, mm. like a wedge of lime into the uh, neck of the bottle and that first sip you get out is really quite strong on the line um it, it has that all throughout um it has a very very light popcorny kind of taste but it's a it's a little bit whacked out by this wasabi salt kind of aftertaste which i wasn't expecting um it's interesting yeah there's a lot going on there's a lot going on but if you're looking for i, th I think a lager should be refreshing and this absolutely ticks that box because it's got that citrus twist um it's got a bit of spice in there i think which makes it interesting um i didn't realize you can layer popcorn into a beer um and i suppose the lager is like a perfect beer for it because it's so light and and crisp that you can actually get those sort of more delicate flavors in so flavor wise amazing um can art wise bold uh garage project can just get away with just not writing anything in their cans now they're they're that good they can just uh just literally yeah they got big big energy people, yeah people will admit like me will just buy them um yeah. <laughs> interesting enough yeah. the art artist was the artist involved and their can art for this is someone called becca o'Shea and she's done quite a few of their can arts um in in previous years uh including um she did the artists uh sorry she did the uh label work uh for the, when they made a pinot uh noir uh garage project which was way back in the day um so when they sort of um mixed went straight into winemaking for a bit they uh they um they got uh becca involved and she's done a good job with this i think it does stand out um it didn't get rated on untapped <laughs> so i can't find it <laughs> um, <laughs> and i think that's down to the fact that it sounds good, not really... well, <laughs> yeah well i think it's because you can't get that many of them so get into the reason why i don't have it here tonight and why dan doesn't have it either is it is a limited release it was brewed in february and we're you know now in may where we're recording this um it is it, it has very much sold out um, to the point where even on their own website, you cannot get hold of this thing. So if you happen to see a green can with lime and popcorn on it in on the shelves somewhere, immediately buy it. Um, it is a collector's item and you could probably make millions. No, I'm kidding. Um, but it, it's, it's definitely worth trying if you see it. So, um, oh, uh, as 
Joe's just sent me a, a screenshot of it on Untapped. How did you search that? Where I, have literally I, got it just, from? I literally just Googled Untapped Garage Project Popcorn as it came up first. first <laughs> oh, I, 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 I put beyond the pale. <laughs> this is not going well for you. Hang mate. on, hang on. I'm getting there. I found it. Right, it's got it. Oh shit! It's not got a very good rating. It's three point one. Should we just call it Joe One Three Nil? Like, should we just call it now? Uh, yeah, what? Well, no, no. It's Dan. Um, did you try this beer the other day? Um, when I, I did. I, I did. You, it, it, house? you did. It's yeah. Um, this is all. Also, shout out like pre phenomenal cook he 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 cooks for us whenever we come around so he'd cooked up this whole feast and he had his fridge stocked full of all sorts of goodies and he cracked this one out and i did try a sip of it and it is absolutely like as you say it's a mouth party it's 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 bonkers it's nuts but it's a fucking good time it's a shame that it's a podcast about his beer and not his cooking because yeah i'm sure we'd, <laughs> we'd win if that was the case <laughs> Well, um, that's my pitch. Um, chuck in this as your refreshing lager because, you know, we like yeah, interesting beers here. Uh, we've got some that are in the fridge that are quite middle of the road and, and solid choices. And I think when you're thinking of the most sort of commercialized beer like lager, um, which is middle of the road in a lot of places, why not have mm. one that is completely bonkers? So I go for Beyond the Pale Popper 2023. Fair enough. Fair enough. Well, Blade Pre, uh, Joe, what are you bringing to the party tonight, my man? Well, to be fair, I'm I'm fairly sure that I could just win just by saying that you know you can actually buy this to physically put put in your fridge, and I think that's a a unique selling point for for this round of beers. Um, the beer that I have selected, I did. Um, I, I do usually love opening it while on the podcast, but I actually started pouring it um, just to save a bit of time because I've never actually had this beer before, so I took a bit of a risk. Um, well, as much of a risk as bringing an Eddie Line Brewery beer in, because I'm a big fan of this brewery. Um, they yeah. they... Oh, they make they make amazing stuff. They they've got a West Coast IPA that won the uh, the West Coast competition. You, do you guys know the one at um it's uh, Bar in Wellington, iconic craft beer bar. Hashigozake Malthouse. Malthouse, yeah, yeah. So, so Malthouse for the last like fifteen years have been doing a West Coast IPA competition. They won it at the last year, and yeah, it it they brew incredible stuff. They 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 great beers, great beers. Yeah, no, absolutely. I'm I'm a big fan of them. I was I was down um, Nelson recent well i say recently probably about mm. a year or so ago now, and um, we we made sure that we headed in there and um, always good. Oh, this is Nelson, eh? Yeah, it is Nelson. Um, we made sure that we we popped in because we're huge fans of their beers. We can mm. find them quite um, often in Wellington now, which is really good. And every time I see that they've got a new hazy, it's a must purchase. So um, I took a risk, and I've just had my first mouthful, and I feel like it paid off. It's it's um, I'm not a lover of reds or ambers, but I've got the Eddie Lion Brewery Amigo Amber Lager. And I acknowledged okay. I was taking a risk because it wasn't an, an amber. But is it like a multi lager? It's very multi. Yeah, it's real smooth. Mm. Really. So technically, on the on the can it says smooth Vienna lager with hints of roasted malts. 
So, mate, pretty much on the nose. Um, what they said on the easily accessible untapped page for this beer, um, it says, our Amigo Amber Lager is based off of one of their favorite Mexican beers, Negro Medela, which is another beer that I actually do quite like. Um, and it's technically considered a Munich Dunkel as it's made with German lager yeast or New Zealand Gladfield malts, malted maize corn and New Zealand hops. It's an authentic representation. Um, Taste-wise, really smooth. Um, kind of got a heaviness you don't usually associate with um, with lagers, but the maltiness really comes through. And just generally an, a, a nice drop. If I was going to recommend a lager for winter, um, probably would be something like this. So I'm uh, very, very happy. The can is really nice can design. Um, it's their standard kind of logo with a, a red pattern. Yeah. Amigo is highlighted in gold and it has a gold sombrero on top of corn. Um, so I, I think it's it's a real like smart design. At 5.2%, you could definitely make your way through um, quite a few of them. And I think that's probably what I'm going to be doing tonight after this podcast is drinking a couple more. Um, but yeah, to be honest, I don't even really need to try that hard because Pre didn't even know his page had an untapped. It's got an, a lower untapped rating than my beer. Um, my <laughs> beer got 3.51 across 638. Pre didn't even know that untapped existed really so um i'm comfortable <laughs> with what i've got i know what i've got's a good beer and i will leave it to the gods to decide i like that you refer to me as the gods though that's nice oh that's a bit yeah and even yeah, though my yeah. cooking's um, poor and you... next time you come down and um, mate the fridge will be totally full for you <laughs> it, this just sounds like open bribery now i mean to be fair you didn't disclose that you'd hosted Dan and um, Dan had to, to basically dob you in. So the guy had to eat, you know, you'd, al you'd already, you'd already cooked, in Wellington. already cooked a three course meal and stocked a, a fridge for the craft beer. Come on, mate. Oh, well, That's closed bribery. Happens. I have made clear <laughs> from the get go that I am so open to bribery. <laughs> I am so open. And if you ever pre tasted pre's Tom Yum soup, was it Tom Yum? No. Ooh, what? <laughs> not, even, not even memorable. No. <laughs> yeah. Did what was the name of the soup? It was no, that's a Vietnamese soup. It was a, it was a hot soup. and sour soup. But I, think, I think Tom Yum soup is oh, Vietnamese. Oh, phenomenal. Yeah. It was incredible. Yeah. But anyways, really? I digress. So I have Hang on, hang on. Before, before you make your decision, Ooh. I do want to point out that Eddie Line just sounds like a transportation company and one that you know specifically hauls logs around just you just do saying. know what an eddy line is pre don't you <laughs> foot in mouth it's literally transportation <laughs> is um, it but also it also also remember that you've picked a place called garage project yeah but garage <laughs> project could <laughs> no. also sound like a cool like underground house scene or something like that you know right i've made yet. my decision what is an eddie line uh let's Look. just let's just get this over with for pre-sake um who, who won dan <laughs> i love that pre i mean we can't we can't be mad at pre for not knowing what an eddie line is because he also doesn't know how google works because that's how he didn't know that his beer <laughs> 
was actually on Untapped, and Joe did the most basic of fucking researches. About ten <laughs> seconds after he said it's not on Untapped, I'm like, no way. I literally searched the Untapped website for this beer. It wasn't on. <laughs> Look, whatever helps you sleep at night, pre. Whatever helps you sleep at night. Right, I I do have my decision. I do have a winner. I have a loser. So the whole premise of this thing is what beer would I want to try? What what beer would I go out of my way to try and buy? And what beer ultimately would I want in the Beerly fridge? There's one beer that stood out tonight above the rest. Well, above one of them. This is a very limited podcast. <laughs> And even though the person selling this beer had no fucking clue about it, I have to give the win to Pre. Oh, I'm sorry, yeah. Joe. This is Ow. nothing against any line. It, it sounds like a delicious beer, but when Pre sells that beer, I want to go out and buy it. I want to go and try it. It sounds like you can't get past mouth party as soon as you describe a beer as a mouth party that's i want to be a part of that so okay and i know yeah, i've got a bit of a rap of being a bit of a sore loser here but but dan you mean i told you that i was bringing this beer in what two weeks ago and did you not actually have it <laughs> <laughs> it's available my, my beer is available to be purchased and it's nowhere, in nowhere in Dunedin had either of your beers Oh, you know I'm good at Google. I could do a quick Google and 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 do see it. if it's true. Do it. Oh. <laughs> okay, whatever. That's fine. Oh, oh, Joe it'll, goes. It'll be a it'll be a post podcast um, rant that you'll be getting <laughs> in your in your WhatsApp <laughs> calling it. To be fair, Joe doesn't usually have this kind of energy for specifically searching something unless he's on Pornhub. So. We can cut that out. <laughs> that one. I mean, to be fair, I did mute because I was typing away. But that fell flat. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, I, I've quickly Googled it. It's available on liquorland.co.nz, Pack and Save, Fresh Choice, um, Eddie Line Brewery website. And there are many ways but that you could get this. You've got yeah, one it's, job, it's mate. Yes, it's available at Pack and Save. It's available at Liquorland not the ones in dunedin but you can purchase it online how do you think we got the derelict beer well to be honest joe i don't really like you that much so that's fair i mean it probably deserves <laughs> as well yeah <laughs> unbelievable like, like, honestly all of my fans on this podcast are going to riot well all of the fan yeah <laughs> i think plural is a stretch my mum and my dad are gonna be livid <laughs> i think they'll side with me to be fair <laughs> unbelievable whatever it's fine, it's fine. I'm, I'm not bitter about it it's a yeah, well it's it's a good thing you're not bitter because you don't sound bitter no that's fine it's, but look it's okay. joe if it, if it makes you feel any better it would it improve your mood if you got to quiz on me right now oh okay that is one thing that would cheer me up absolutely <laughs> it'd be a sweet release oh and i'm all about the sweet release lads shall shall we quiz on me right now I mean, what's the, Let's the go. quiz round? Is it something exciting? <laughs> well, I mean, it's obviously exciting. It's uh, never eat soggy wheat bakes. Oh, 
which which I know that you're a big fan of. It sounds like a horrible sex move. <laughs> oh, that's entirely your sex tip. <laughs> we'll cut that out too. <laughs> no, no, good no, times. <laughs> All right, lads. If we're ready to kick off, but who do we know who is currently winning the quizzes? I think we need like, to go back through the podcast. We, we we should be making better record of this stuff, but it's probably <laughs> yeah, not not. I mean, I'm I'm sure someone out there knows better than we do. If you do, please message me on Instagram. Yeah, that's a good point. If someone's ab- if someone's better admin than we are, then please do it for us, and, and then just so literally anyone. Yeah, 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 anyone. I'm just here so for beers. This round is called Never Eat Soggy Weetbix. It's a round about directions. Every question will be direction themed. So there's a there's a little bit of um, flexibility within that. So question one in our Belia quiz round. What was the name of the fifth and final studio album for the band One Direction? Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> That's question one. What was the name of the fifth what? and final studio album for the band One Direction? Oh my god, this is this is like my worst nightmare of a question. Like, <laughs> I'm hoping it's Soggy Wheatbix. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Oh man. I mean, I I couldn't even name one of their songs, let alone an entire album. Um, don't you lie to me, Pri. Don't you lie to me. Oh, no. I mean, I don't know. I still can't believe they put together five albums. <sighs> that sounds like a sigh of happiness. Question <laughs> two. Question two. Wellington. Now, this is considering you both live in Wellington. Wellington is on the latitudinal line 41 degrees south. Latitudinal line, 41 degrees south. If you swam east along this latitudinal line, which country would you hit first? <laughs> okay. I'm now going to start drawing a world map. Oh, well, I mean, I might know this. As long as you don't start drawing their flags, pre, you'll be fine. <laughs> I've got to Australia so far. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that is completely off. the wrong Yeah, way. you're going That's east. That's the wrong direction. <laughs> yeah, you're that is right. east. Oh, you've just gone full uh, George Lennon again. <laughs> yeah, I have gone worse than I. No, I was drawing it for context. <laughs> um, I think, I think, I mean, it'd be a bloody hefty swim, but I think I might know this. Wellington straight across, eh? Yes. Oh, Make yeah. sure you go east, though. Go east. East, my bad. Okay, I, I I think I know that. If it's Wellington, I reckon I know that. I'm I'm willing to bet money you don't. <laughs> Question three: Which famous British theatre is considered to represent the highest level of commercial theatre in the English-speaking world? What the hell? <laughs> That's the highest what, level of commercial theatre. <laughs> what? What are those words? Dad, are, you men- <laughs> are you on drugs? What is that? <laughs> what? Think about what this. Is I, have no idea. 
have no idea what this is a round that is all about directions dan stop <laughs> glossing over the fact you made commercial theater sound like a normal thing no one's ever heard of that phrase what is that think of a famous british theater that might have something to do with directions <laughs> oh my god oh i'm done oh. i'm not like yeah <laughs> i mean i'm putting a famous british theater down i've got no idea what it's got to do with commercial Does theater it, is but... there something in the name that has something to do with directions if so then you're fine i think so but i mean i suspect <laughs> when we go for the answers you two are just gonna laugh at me for this no pretty sorry <laughs> my answer is i'm fairly certain american anyway so <laughs> I'm, I'm sticking with that too <laughs> Fucking <laughs> hell. Question four. The four northernmost cities in the world are all found in which country? The four northern northernmost cities in the world are all found in which country? Oh, I reckon I know that. You said the same thing about George Lennon, and I'm going to keep bringing that up. Well, oh well, hang on, no, I, 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 that one I was way more confident on than I am on this. On all, all four of the questions so far, I mean, I've got no idea um, whether I've got a single point. <laughs> It'll be so, a very low-scoring um, round, yeah. I wouldn't now, Dan. We might be looking at our first zero-zero. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be amazed if you don't get question three. Like, <laughs> it is... prepare to be amazed. Yeah. question five holy shit question five in which u.s state is the tv show south park set oh damn it that's one joe that knows straight away because he's watched it yeah he's one from ten baby uh which u.s state Can I, while Pre um, deliberates on his answer, can I just say, if any of you are out there and you're on like five from five at the moment, just know that I hate you. <laughs> well, that's a good way to get more listeners, Joe. <laughs> that's, yeah, Come that's on, really you, nice you're not you, speaking to the brewers of Wellington now. Come on, you can't talk like that. I'm going broader, mate. <laughs> question six. Now, question six is true or false. Question six is true or false. When crossing the equator, a compass will point true south instead of north. You've got a 50-50 chance on this, lads. You'll be fine. When crossing the equator. A compass will point true south instead of north. Doesn't it? What? Doesn't it? Hang on. My head's head's exploding. True or um, false, when crossing the equator, a compass will point true south instead of north. Surely it would matter which way you were crossing it if you were going from north to south, south to north. Well, obviously we're going from the perspective of, you know, from the southern hemisphere. Why obviously? Oh, right, okay, right. Sorry, yeah, yeah that was obvious. I was meant to assume that, sorry. Um, <laughs> <sighs> okay. Um when crossing okay 
Yeah. I can hear a lot of clips in the background, which means someone's Googling. No, I don't have a mouse, so it's definitely Joe. I was clearing my Facebook messages, but I mean, I don't know if you know how Google works, unless I have an on-screen keyboard. Which tabs are you crossing out, man? Come on. (laughs) Question seven. The Chatham Islands lie directly east of which New Zealand city? Question seven. I might know this. Thanks to all my clicking. (laughs) Directly east. Directly east of which New Zealand city? The Chatham Islands. Question eight. According to to the Oxford Dictionary, what is a person who draws or produces maps called? A person who draws or produces maps, according to the Oxford Dictionary, is called what? Um, Just a heads up, it's not called a mapologist. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I will delete my answer. (laughs) Yeah, I put down... Map man. <laughs> <laughs> Not to be confused with the scat man. Be ba 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 Or Batman. <laughs> question nine. Now, I have to ask you before I ask this question. Out of the two of you, are either of you like a massive like Lord of the Rings fan? Nah, not really. No. I think I, I read like The Hobbit. Um, that's it, pretty much. <clears throat> All right. Well, good fucking luck in this question then. Yeah. In Lord of the Rings, if you looked at the map, when Frodo left the Shire on his journey to Mordor, what direction did he need to travel in to make it there? This is as the crow flies. Now, it's not like a north, south, east, west answer. It's twofold. So I'll give you half a point if you can get half of the direction. Cool. That's right. Yeah, if that it's, makes a, sense. it's a pure pure guesswork, but yeah, I mean this is this is almost a 50-50, right? Sorry, can you, can you repeat the question, Dan? Because what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> In Lord of the Rings, when Frodo left the Shire on his journey to Mordor, what direction did he need to travel in to make it there? This is as the crow flies. So there's half a point if you can get half of the direction as it's twofold. It's not just like a north-south kind of thing. I may have fucked you guys on this round, so I'm sorry for that. I think this entire round of nine questions so far, you've fucked us. <laughs> I'm trying to think, like, would they have made up, like, a compass in Lord of the Rings? yes literally when you open the book of the lord of the rings there's a map of like you know the the imaginary world and there's a compass on the page so pre like do you think like instead of southwest they've made up something like you've got to go squibblorn (laughs) (laughs) i would put it past it What the hell? Oh, I man. mean, by far and away, this is the most confusing question that Dan has ever asked us. <laughs> uh, I would disagree with that. I think Broadway, <laughs> uh, which is what I put for the, 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 the theatre one. <laughs> He's Broadway. Yeah, I know it's wrong. I just gave up. Like, my, as soon as he started, as soon as he got that five words into that answer, into that question, I just glazed. I just switched off. Yeah, yeah. commercial yeah. theatre. 
commercial yeah. theater i mean i know he said multiple times it is uk based but i just can't think of anything so i'll stuck with it <laughs> question 10 our final question for this quiz round i have to say oh i might no actually don't i might have just worked out the answer for that one sorry hold on You've worked out oh, the answer the before I've asked the question. That is impressive. Yeah, for the theatre one, I'm actually no. I'm actually doing this. What? You should fucking know. It's a really obvious answer. Sorry. Oh, damn um, it. Why did we bring that up? I was hoping to actually <laughs> get that right. Uh, I think. Right. Question, question 10. Question 10 is basically just a question that I'm most proud of because it completely appeals to my immature nature. So. This is multi-choice. So it's multi-choice. Now, given my current southern location, I, I thought I'd make the most of some of the local spots for you and anyone who's listening so they can check out the mighty south as well. So picture yourself in Invercargill. Granted, it's a shit time. It's Invercargill. Now, if you tractors. were to drive... 38 kilometers northwest from Invercargill. This is about a half an hour drive. Which delightful Kiwi town, it, 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 it's a very wee town, would you find yourself in? Now, it's multi-choice, and please keep in mind, I promise you, these are all real locations in New Zealand. So you're 38 kilometers northwest from Invercargill. Would you be in A, Nervous Knob, B, Dick's Creek, C, Groper's Bush, <laughs> or D, Shaggery Gully. Jesus. <laughs> These are all real places in New Zealand. A, Nervous Knob, B, Dick's Creek, C, Groper's Bush, or D, Shaggery Gully. Where would you be if you were 38 kilometers northwest from Avocado? Yeah. So I actually thought I knew this answer, but then when you read out the options, I didn't have it. So there we are. You were thinking Wanaka, weren't you? No. <laughs> 30 minutes. No, no, no. Now, I only know this answer because I had to send out a parcel to this town and I did not believe it existed. So I had to Google it. Was it A, Nervous Knob? B, Dick's Creek, C, Groper's Bush, D, Shaggery Gully. Hmm. <laughs> I, gonna... I really messed up my online algorithm by searching for these places, I tell you. <laughs> well, to be fair, it was um, used to you searching about a nervous knob, so. <laughs> <laughs> hey! <laughs> <laughs> All right. So are we good for question 10? Are you right for me? Or shall we go through the through the questions and find out your answers for round one? No, nah, um, I, I don't think there's a need to. I think we should just call it a day and agree we both got zero out of zero and go ahead. <laughs> I'm actually like, my, I'm actually pretty comfortable. I think I might actually have a decent score, like my, my, like my usual score, so not a decent score, but a good score for me. Sorry, we go question one. Enough to beat pre then, righto. Easy, yeah. What was the name of the fifth and final studio album for the band One Direction? Pre, 
What did you get? I mean, I I wouldn't even know where to start. So I just thought maybe they just pay tribute to like the guy who made them really rich. So I just called it We Love Simon Cowell. <laughs> John, what did you get? I put um I went with a similar kind of answer to pre and went two directions. The answer was made in the AM. Made in the AM. <laughs> made uh, in the AM. Oh, that's awful. Yeah. They deserve it. I think ours are actually better there. We could have done yeah. a better job, Joe. Yeah. I mean, if you if you released an album going, going like, we love Simon Cowell, yeah, fair enough. I mean, so every song was made before midday. I, don't, I struggle to believe that. Not with a bunch of teenage boys. <laughs> Question two. Wellington is on the latitudinal line of 41 degrees south. If I swam east along this latitudinal line, which country would I hit first? Joe, which country would you hit first? I think it could be Peru because um, that's the the country that hog, um, hugs the western line of South America. Pre, how'd you get on? I, well, so Joe's right. There is a country that hugs the western there is side or is it eastern side? Uh, yeah western side oh or, shit is that chile uh, it's chile yeah <laughs> and i've put chile because that's that's the long thin no. one isn't it? no yeah i mean uh, so... three baby you're one and oh you're, no, you're <laughs> yeah can i not get there because i just work <laughs> my logic my logic <laughs> sound and i just clicked <laughs> Three is one from two. He's he's off the zero mark. Oh, that's so gutting. Gutting. Because like you were talking about Peru, and I was like, oh, I don't think it hugs the coast like you think it does. No. Then once yeah, once Pre put the doubt in my mind, I was like, oh no, I actually really know this answer. (laughs) I was like, oh crap. Yeah. Right. Question three. I think I'm most excited for this answer. Question three. You both loved this question. Which famous British theatre is considered to represent the highest level of commercial theatre in the English-speaking world? Pre, tell me your answer, mate. Um, well, bearing in mind it has something to do with directions, and yes. it is known to be like a very, very um, impressive place to act and and see shows. I went for the Globe. <laughs> Joe's Joe's okay. looking into the camera as if like <laughs> as if it, maybe that was a good answer. Yeah. Well done. Joe, Joe, what was your answer, mate? Did so, you write the globe or did you write the right answer? So so as you saw, I, I kinda of held my piece of paper just to prove that I wrote it down before I thought Pre was about to say it. Um so like again, it could still be wrong, but I'm fairly sure it's the West End Theatre. Joe, my friend, I've got good news, it's one all. As soon as I said Broadway, I was like, I mean, I knew that that was wrong. I just switched off and then then it just came to mind. Broadway, that's in New York, isn't it? Yeah, it is. But like, it was a commercial theatre and that's my logic. And all of a sudden I just had this spark and I was like, okay, West End. Yeah. Right. The Globe. The Globe globe is not that bad, I guess. I'll just put it out there. I I I guess the West End Theatre makes sense, but. I mean. Yeah. By your standards, it's not a bad guess, but by everyone else's normal standards, that's a shit guess. Yeah. <laughs> it's not great, Cree. Question four. 
The four northernmost cities in the world are all found in which country? Question four. Joe, how'd you go? Um, so there's a couple of countries that I was tossing between, but then I think it's either the, the top end of Canada is, I'm fairly sure, largely uninhabited. And actually, I guess so. Mm -hmm. It's the same thing with the country I went with. But I went for Russia in the end mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because of the size and scale. Cool. Pre, what's your answer, Canada. Man? I went for Canada. I thought I thought both, but Canada felt right to me. It may have felt right, but it's so very wrong. Uh, the four northernmost cities in the world are all found in Norway. Ah, in shit. Norway. Yeah. Man. Okay, fair play. I, that definitely wasn't one of the countries in my thinking in any way. So, fair play. Question five. Pre, I'm going to go to you for this answer. Question five. In which US state is the TV show South Park set? Pre? I'll preface this with I have not really watched South Park, but I do. You are missing out, game. mate. That's a great show. Yeah, I, you know, I've seen bits of it. I'm, you know, it is uh, quite funny. Um, but they, I get the sense it's quite a, a nutty sort of set of characters and i was thinking where where do natty americans live and there's a few states where you could say uh, that hmm. but i thought florida for some reason to be fair uh, if, if you think natty i can understand your logic yeah florida i was wrong. literally just chatting to olivia today and we both agree that we don't really think florida actually exists it can't be real that has to be in there <laughs> well i've been there dan and i can tell you for sure it definitely does exist Oh, you poor soul. Mm. All right, Joe. Um, Where's South Park set? Denver, but the state is Colorado. The Ooh. state is indeed Colorado. Because I'm a man of culture, so I watch South Park. <laughs> <laughs> and you go to Broadway right. as well, Joe, I've heard, don't you? Uh, <laughs> nah, just, just a quick answer, West End. That's fine. Uh, definitely don't go to the globe <laughs> that's for sure <laughs> question six now question six is true or false when crossing the equator from the southern to the northern hemisphere when crossing the equator a compass will point true south instead of north is that true or false joe what's your answer <sighs> i couldn't think of it, the magnetic pull of the equator or anything doing that so um, I wasn't sure, but I wrote false. Pre, what'd you go for? I wrote true. But as I say this, I'm now thinking when you go to the equator, doesn't the compass just spin around? But then I'm, I'm, I'm have no true. idea. I heard that. Yeah. I I really love that pre has just basically his entire scientific knowledge of watching pirates of the caribbean once probably, that's probably <laughs> where i've heard that before as well to be fair <laughs> like none of that is true it's all false in fact your compass will give you the most accurate reading possible about which direction it is north and which is south so joe you get that one so pre is that three one to me it is yeah yeah oh, but i'm hanging strong on there with my chile <laughs> I, can't, I can't believe that oh that's so painful 
Question seven. The Chatham Islands lie directly east of which New Zealand city? Pre, what do you think? Uh, I went for Auckland. I don't know why. Um, my knowledge of island geography in New Zealand is, is very, very poor. So um, I just guessed Auckland. All right, we've gone for Auckland. Joe, what did you get? I think we've got a couple of um, islands that are next to Auckland. Um, I, but mm. I think there are some next to Christchurch, and I thought it was Christchurch, so I put Christchurch now. Pre, I can tell you right now that there was a very good reason why you didn't know why you put Auckland. Hmm. It's because that is in no way right. Cool. The answer is good. Christchurch. Um, ah, do you know what's really annoying? Is I actually was I actually wrote the wrote the word Christ, struck it out, and wrote word Auckland. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I actually did do that. No, uh, mate. Joe, you're currently sitting at 4-1, mate. Like, you are kicking goals here, my friend. I know. I'm pretty good. Well, well, let's not lie to the people. Question eight. According to the Oxford Dictionary, what is a person who draws or produces maps called? Pre? Um, I've gone for cartographer. Joe, what do you think? Also went for cartographer as well. My handwriting's terrible. Um, I thought I'd present it because Pre did his. Is this because it's the first time you've actually had to write your own answers instead of Aaron sending them into you? <laughs> wow, we had to get an Aaron reference in there, didn't we? Love it. I've been trying to find a way to segue that in there. And... He's, he's now a listener of the podcast as well. <laughs> oh, wow. Stop, stop helping Joe cheat, Aaron. <laughs> You're right, cartographer is correct. That Now, we're up to question nine. Now, so if there's half a point on offer here. So in, in the Lord of the Rings, when Frodo left the Shire on his journey to Mordor, what direction did he need to travel in to make it there? This is as the crow flies. Half a point if you can get half of the direction because it's twofold. Uh, Joe, what's your answer? So I'm fairly sure I've seen the map before. And mm. I think in the map, whether the ring actually has to go there or not, but I'm fairly sure like Mordor or the Eye of Sauron or, or there, there's a big object that's really important to the story that's in the northeast. So I wrote northeast for that reason. And Pre, how'd you get on? I I I've got a full guess, but I've also got northeast. <laughs> ah. But I've just completely guessed that. I mean, it's going to be southwest now, isn't it? <laughs> it's going to be the total opposite. If we're right, that's amazing. I can tell you right now that you're both completely wrong, but <laughs> half right. Oh. oh, okay. Half right. It's southeast. Ah, fair point. Fair play. I mean, half a point for us, right? If I got my yeah bearing yep, right, half a point. <laughs> Bit of a uh, now, pun for you. Question ten, my my favourite question. Given my current southern location, I thought I'd make the most of the, some of the local spots for you and anyone listening, so they can check out the mighty south as well. If I were to drive thirty-eight kilometres northwest from Invercargill, about half an hour drive. Which delightful wee Kiwi town would I find myself in? Now, remember, these are all real locations in New Zealand. 
it was it a nervous knob b dicks creek c gropers bush or d shaggery gully joe would you write down so they're all brilliant names by the way um but the place i went for was because there is a fish of the same name um so i went for gropers bush in the hope that it'd be a peak or prime fishing spot for the groper pre what of these that, ridiculous uh, names did you go for that's a really logical way of thinking about it joe i went for which Funny of these name. sounds the least likely to be made up because <laughs> none of them are made up know. oh shit <laughs> i mean to be fair that's kind of why i picked groper because i was like that's the least likely to be made up so they are all real also, yes. joe you do know that northwest from invercargill is very much inland mate oh yeah true <laughs> yeah shit. um <laughs> well <laughs> yeah well my first answer was teano and then you didn't even read it out so there we are because <laughs> how much i know Pre, um, I've go gone for Shag Shag Shaggery Gully is what I've gone for. <laughs> Shaggery Gully. Look, I, I don't want to give away the name of the place, but when you drive through there, it's got a real feel for the place, you know? It's it's got a nice touch to it. Ooh. Okay. It's promising. It, it's Groper's Bush. <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> That wasn't good noise by me. Eh? That was a celebratory. <laughs> That's pretty my best oh, score. For <laughs> <laughs> someone who thought they were going to get zero from zero, from ten, that's that's pretty phenomenal, Joe. That is my highest score. And after all of that moaning as well about the topic, it's still a shit round. To be fair, Dan, <laughs> airlines. I agree never eat shredded wheat like yeah you better up your game um this this round this next week or week <laughs> this next three months <laughs> all right so i believe on that uh joe gets another win in his um in his bank account there and uh for all of you listening at home if you've managed to score above joe and pre tonight do message it into us do send it into us we do love to see that particularly because pre is just so fucking bad at these quizzes um so <laughs> right, well yeah have you checked our score what's that yeah we don't know who's have won you yet. checked what our scores are well considering going to the last question i'm pretty sure joe was at about five and you're a one and a half Mm -mm. I, I actually got two I, and a half, Dan. I got two. Oh, and a half. Oh. <laughs> you done, you done pre a disservice. Literally, there, nearly yeah. double what you thought I had. <laughs> uh, um, but yeah, I I ended on six and a half, which um, I think my record before this was six. So to end on six and a half, considering it's such a crap topic, I think it's pretty good. <laughs> All right, so man, I mean, we've got our scores in tonight. Pre takes out the beer comp and into our beerlier fridge. Joe takes out the quiz. It's been a hell of a fun time tonight. So if any of you out there have been um, keeping up with the quiz tonight, do send your scores in. We love to see them. If you want to check the two beers that we are pitted against each other tonight, 
um, check out our link tree or Instagram on the show notes. Make sure you send in those uh, those scores on at Belia Quiz. That's our Instagram at Belia Quiz. Of course, uh, Joe and Pre they'll shout out any top scores or interesting answers. And don't forget to rate us on any platform wherever you get your podcasts. It helps other like-minded people find us. It's been an absolute blast tonight, gents. I've really enjoyed hanging out with you and shooting the shit and um, <laughs> getting to hear some of your answers. We'll never forget the fact that um, Joe thought Broadway was in London, but that's all right. <laughs> well, I thought Peru was in Chile, so. Yeah, I, I was willing to gloss past that for you, mate. But <laughs> if you want to bring it back up, that's fine with me. Well, pre-thought um, a snow-based TV show was Florida, so. <laughs> yes, that's a, that's a valid point. <laughs> <laughs> I do remember the episode that I did watch. They were like wading around in snow. <laughs> <laughs> and they wear like woolly hats and big jackets. And... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're like, yeah. They don't look like Fer- Feridians. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So next week, lads, I can, I can tell you right now, there's going to be a wee bit of a sidetrack from the quiz. Ne- well, from this week's uh, quiz theme, we're not going to do directions again. Next week's quiz, Joe, you'll love this. It's all going to be about, pies okay to be fair i like a good pie so i mean clearly look at me but um we uh, i will <laughs> look forward to this another guaranteed win for me fair yeah so next week's quiz is pies please tune into it if you're listening tonight it's been absolutely amazing to have you along so from joe pre and i Thank you very much for listening. We hope you enjoyed it. We've had an absolute blast. So kakite, harera. We'll catch you on the next one. I promise you it won't be as long between the next drinks. We'll see you then.